to another episode of Loud About Nothing. Okay, okay, okay. It's me, the fucking hottest dude in the podcast game, Sebastian Canelli. And as always, we got the fucking cute boy here himself. He may not be blood, but he is my nephew. Give it up for Robbie boy. Robbie, say what's up. What's up, Sebastian? You're looking good, bro. Me? Yeah, dude. I don't know what's happened. The moisture in the air. Your hair is cute today. Okay. Thank you. You got some Johnny Valley, so some Frankie Valley shit going on right now. It's coming to a little tip at the front. You know, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. It's got a little triangle on your forehead. I mean, you look good. That's <laughs> it's just a big triangle. Are you kidding me? It looks like you're gonna take a girl out with a fucking poodle skirt tonight. Okay, you look <laughs> cute, bro. I like this, dude. I I mean. I fuck with a girl with a poodle skirt. Oh, okay, we got to enjoy the guest before before I just start saying, I think girls with poodle skirts are cute. Okay, we can't get distracted. Yo, we got fire. We have absolute fire today. I am so excited for this guest. This, I remember I went up to this dude. I'm like, you are talent. I told him he's too talented to do improv. <laughs> I told him, stop wasting your time. Go do something real. And he fucking is. He's literally releasing music every single Friday for August under Ronnie Cortado. He's a fucking hilarious comedian. He does improv. He freestyles rap. He releases a fucking hip hop rap music. Give it up for Steve Genty. What's up? What's up? What's up? How's, how you guys doing? You know, <laughs> I mean, that's... I, I can't do an intro like you. What what do you do? What it is, what it was, what it be, you know? <laughs> That's what you're on that shit. And then you go, stay up like a hard dick. You hurt? <laughs> I might, yeah. I love that line. What's crazy is when, uh, when I first met you, you were like, for real, quit improv. Like the first time ever. So I was like, oh, this guy keeps it like a buck 50. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told him to quit improv. I don't give a fuck. And it's literally, I, I, if you stayed, I could have made you make 50 bucks off you throughout your career. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm losing I'm losing 50 bucks by telling you to quit improv. <laughs> but you were too good, man. I saw you do that thing on Unilad, uh, uh, the sound. What was that? Uh, where they, what uh, they Unilad, yeah, the British Yeah, name. Unilad sound, bro. You were incredible. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Everyone should go. I'll, I'll share it. It's like your freestyle on that is truly, in. I mean, you're an amazing rapper. Thank you. I appreciate that. Where'd you learn how to do that shit? It's pretty funny, but my brother, when I was younger, he used to like download Napster, like the like instrumentals. So if you download like the side of a song, it comes with a beat. So mm-hmm. he'll be like, yo, we're going to do a remix, but we wouldn't write anything down. So like at first, when I first did it, all I could do is flow. So I would never rhyme, but I would get mad because I couldn't rhyme. So my brother was like, now fuck that. Keep going. So I got the flow first. And then when I got older, I got better at rhyming. Uh, yeah, I mean... The f- the flows everything to, to some degree. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's Absolutely. the rhythm. Yeah. Half the time I, I have to listen to a song three times before I hear the words. Yeah. I yeah, get I'm, that. Yeah. Napster. I'm a, I was a LimeWire slot myself. You I know was what a I'm LimeWire saying? guy as well. <laughs> yeah. I was all over that. You know, <laughs> I remember I got this beautiful porn from LimeWire. It was 16 <laughs> seconds long. And honestly, I, 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 I was never so good at the rewind button. You know what I'm saying? I would go like this. Steve, I'll go. Bop, 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 bop. Rewinds. <laughs> Rewinds. And I'll tell you this. I was I learned rhythm before I learned same thing. I learned flow before I had a spin game from LimeWire too, bro. I learned my flow. It was any beautiful, any any beautiful person out there would attest to this. It's who rest, rest, rest. <laughs> I'm still having sex like it's LimeWire. It's beautiful. 16 seconds at a time. <laughs> I'm a 16-second clip kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, yeah. LimeWire used to have me hot because you would think you're getting the new Jay-Z song, the new Snoop Dogg song. That shit would be Bill Clinton. That shit used to get me <laughs> fucking vexed, bro. I used to be tight. A hundred People would be like, oh, this is the good version. Because they, they go, don't download this one, download this one. Because mm-hmm. some of them would be fake as shit. Yeah, I remember that. Then there was that. remixes that you could only find on LimeWire that sometimes I'm like, I missed that one specific remix of this song that I'll never find again. Cameron, I guess. Cameron had so much shit on LimeWire that you couldn't find anywhere anywhere else. Because he fact. would just... Yeah, he would just have these mixtapes that only existed in Harlem. They didn't exist anywhere else. And then I guess some people put them on LimeWire. And I, uh, my... My big white ass in Staten Island was like, I like this Cameron fella. <laughs> <laughs> I like this Cameron fella. What he speaks of? Hey, Ma, what's up? <laughs> I was, I, I mean, 
I, I thought that was something. I was like, I love Harlem rap. I love Children of the Corn. I was like, I, I don't know who you grew up listening to, Steve. I, uh, I love Dipset. There was like um, yeah. an era where it was either you had to pick G-Unit or Dipset, like in my uh, middle school. And like whichever one you picked, you had beef with the other side. Like it was like crazy shit like that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really want no smoke in middle school. So I'm not gonna lie to you. If someone was like, yo, you fuck with like G-Unit or Dipset, I'll check out their sneakers. And if they had the G-Unit sneakers, I'd be like, nah, man, you, I fuck with G-Unit. You feel me? But <laughs> in my heart, you feel me? It was really Dipset. I just didn't want the smoke at that time. But I definitely love Cameron. I felt like Cameron was like the like probably one of the first rappers that the mainstream was like, yo, is he really dead ass right now? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is he yeah. playing around or is he serious? So that's yeah. what I love about Cameron. He's having fun. For sure. He's having he's having more fun than anyone else. For sure. Um, I used to have G units. I I of course I had the fucking G unit shirts. Of course mm-hmm. I would get it from Echo. And I was I because I was all about 50. I thought I mean 50 cent Robbie and I still go back and forth sending 50, uh, 50 cent songs. I think he's one of the greatest rappers a lot. Oh yeah. 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 I, and he I, had I, a moment that was wild mm-hmm. in the yeah. early two thousands. Yeah. And the game, I mean, I'm, I guess I, I would have to pick G Unit, which isn't as I know it's not as good, but I liked I liked G Unit for a while. Yeah, the the game's first two albums are fucking nuts. Like Documentary and Doctor's Advocate are like solid ass albums. Like I yeah. think people forget about that shit because he had the whole beef with them or whatever. But I still go back and listen to them shits. Them shits is hard. Yeah, I mean they they were pretty good, but like as being like a New York kid, especially. Because I was from Staten Island, I felt like I had to pretend I was from like Brooklyn or pretend I was from the city. So I would be like, oh, I like Biggie, I like Jay-Z, you know, uh, like I would have to pretend I liked rappers that were from New York. Yeah, but you guys had the best dudes, though. Yeah, I have Wu-Tang like Ghostface is from Staten Island. Ghostface is nuts. Ghostface is one of the. Mo- have you ever seen him live? Never. I wish. Oh, bro. First off, he, he's like he's six foot five or some shit like that. You know, he's huge. He just hunches his shoulders over, closes his eyes, and sings into a microphone like he's alone in the bathroom. No performance. He just shakes back and forth. And then, like, he'll do, like, a verse and a half, and he'll be like, fuck this. They don't like this song. Let's hit another one. You know, he won't, it won't even be like, you know how some rappers, like, will start a song and be like, nah, they're not feeling it. Let's hit another one. He'll do, like, half a song and be like, nah, I'm done with that. I still say to this day, all that I got is you is one of my favorite songs of all time. Fire, fire. That because it's poetry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I remember. I think I I forgot how old I was, but when Supreme Clientele came out, mm. I was just like, "Yo, you could rhyme sound effects." Like he was going. Doo-doo, doo-doo. I was like, "Yo, if you can start <laughs> rhyming sound effects, my G, I'm about to start going crazy with the freestyles." But Supreme <laughs> Clientele is one of my favorite albums. Like he just said the wildest shit. He went from, "Yo, I'm in the courtroom lying." So I smacked Wolverine and now I'm drinking starberry kiwi in three bars. Like he went from yeah. A to Z that quick. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, there was like a nerdum about them that they weren't shy about, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is like before it's time completely. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, these they're they're losers. But like they're like, nah, also we're hard as shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so you couldn't really say anything about Wu-Tang. I mean, no. incredible. I mean, if you didn't go to Wu-Tang concerts on Staten Island, you were truly a loser. You were true. If you actually everyone listen on that went to Staten Island, if you didn't go to a Wu Tang concert, I'm sorry about your childhood because you sucked. You know what I'm saying? I hope the family dinners on Friday night were fun for you, okay? Because my ass was at the Wu Tang concert. <laughs> when- Where are you from, Steve? I'm from Brentwood, Long Island. I was born okay. in Brooklyn, but then I was raised in Long Island. Okay. What was it like where you grew up? It was a lot. Well, this is sound fucked up, but. The nickname of Brentwood is Deadass Little Salvador. So it's like a whole bunch of Salvadorians, uh, uh, a lot of Dominican people. Uh, there was a lot of black people. Some were Jamaican, some were Haitian. And there was like um, a small group of Middle Eastern. But it was like, I think in total, there was like maybe 11 white kids. <laughs> and they were like, all like, nah, we 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 together. We, we not get we outnumbered, but we're not going to get scared. And I'm like, yo, it's not even that serious. All 11 of the white kids, six of the motherfuckers was on the lacrosse team. Shit was crazy. Shit was crazy. Oh, but I, I I like my high school. I have fun. It's crazy because when you do comedy and you meet other black people, they usually like went to like an all white high school and they were just the only black press. I was like, hey, God bless my high school then because y'all niggas is fucked up for real. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it's funny that the even the white kids in your neighborhood still were like lacrosse dudes. Like, no, we're still Long Islands. We're still uh, lax, lax kids for life. Okay, salt life, salt life. Yeah. <laughs> they were the worst. They were the worst. Yeah. They, they would be like, yo, we could say the N word if it's in a story, and we're like, come on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like that is the worst excuse I've heard in my life. If no. it was in a story, like, come on, son. In a story. Yeah, like if they were like describing uh -huh. a fight that happened and the person said the N-word, they'd be like, they'll say it. And we'll be like, yo, what the fuck? And they'd be like, no, no, no. The dude said it and I have to like tell you this story. We're like, yo, bro, what? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. The, I mean, the logic is flawed. <laughs> the logic is flawed. <laughs> shit was so, crazy. Would they get, would people beat the shit out of them because of that stuff? Or Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. It, um, the sad part of it is like the most racist people in the school wasn't actually the white kids. It was actually the soccer team, uh, which is pretty wild. And they were all like majority of them were Salvadoran. Let me not say all of them before they come for me. But those, those dudes said the craziest shit. And they was bulletproof because they went like four years like undefeated or some crazy shit. Wow. So they would say the wildest shit about black people. And then you just you if you told somebody or you try to scrap. You either gonna get suspended for like a month or they just gonna let that shit go under the rug. But what's wow. crazy is they all got canceled. So shout out the internet one time. <laughs> they all got canceled? Yeah, so it was some crazy shit. I'll send it to you after because it's it's pretty crazy. Wow. I mean, your past your past is always around now with the internet, you know? For sure, for sure. Which is good. It's good. It makes you go, ah, should I say that? Maybe not. You know, maybe I should check myself. Well, trust me, Steve, we're deleting a couple podcast episodes. We're, we're, we're going to start archiving. You're, you're going to have to pay for it if you want to cancel us. You know what I'm saying, Steve? I, I respect that. I respect that. <laughs> so and did, did you perform at all when you were growing up like that or just with your brother at home? Uh, so I, my neighbor made beats. And then we became best friends and every day we would make like songs and shit. And then we kind of had a little falling out. And then in high school, me and my friend Josh, he usually performs with me whenever I'm doing anything at Little Field or Club Coming. We would freestyle like in the hallway. So then we became known as those dudes that freestyled in the hallway. But I never did like a talent show or like improv or comedy sure. at my high school, just like freestyle in the hallway. Yeah, when people ask what you do, do you say rapper first or comedian first? I say comedian. I say comedian. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Why? Why is that? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, I think because the majority of people think rap is a certain thing. So when you hear my music, I feel like because of the references and the style of it, uh, you could be like, oh, my son is just joking around. My son is just having fun with it. So I'm just like, yeah, you could just say I'm a comedian because I mean, those are people that don't know rap because I mean. Majority of the people I uh, perform for dead ass don't know rap because they be thinking when I have a whole ass beatbox on stage making a beat with his mouth. Oh, yeah, my son wrote it and they made the beat. I'm like, fam, I can't get in my son's mouth and make the beat like he just did that beat. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yo, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. Yeah, because literally the first three rappers we talked about all about like how their weird references and their jokes and like. Like, it's supposed to be funny a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm, for sure. I agree. Um, all of my favorite rappers will have, like, a sense of humor. Like, MF Doom, Ludacris, yeah. Heems. They all got, yeah. like... My mother hated Ludacris more than anyone. Really? really? Yes. Well, because Why? I was a little... I was a, I was a problem child. My mom would call her to move, bitch, get out the way. You know she'd be coming in my room. And I, I <laughs> as soon as she comes in... Move, <laughs> bitch, get out the way. <laughs> and my mom would just be like, I just want to tell you that dinner was ready. I just wanted to. I can't even tell my son's dinner's ready unless he's saying, I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. I go, Mom, that's, I'm not saying anything, Mom. I'm oh, you would play anything. the track. I'm not saying anything, Mom. She hated Ludacris. She, because I use rap as a way to like, like say curse words in my house a little bit, you know? <laughs> I, I was like, I'm not the mom. The 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 computer saying bitch. Right, but you walked in my room and it played. <laughs> I mean, I, I was I was just looking to cause arguments at that point in my life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, too fast, too furious is a hilarious song too. <laughs> too fast, too furious. <laughs> yeah, I hope the check was worth it. I hope the check was worth it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, it should be. I mean, he's fucking making money from those movies. Are you kidding me? Super, super.
more money than uh, probably most other. I mean, you can't really. How do you make money being a rapper now, or being an artist at all? Shit, from from what the homies be telling me, it's mostly shows and merch. Cause the streaming shit, shit, I made five dollars off of streaming. That's it, five seventeen. You feel me? <laughs> wow. What on what platform? Uh, I I use TuneCore. Uh, and that's that's wild. That's yeah. absolutely insane because it's just like a, a completely different merch, huh? Yeah. So you just have to have like a clever line that you put on a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, like branding and all that bullshit the kids like. But yeah, shows and uh, merch is usually where you get your bread. Interesting, interesting. I mean, so you're gonna have is... a, a concert when you finish. So you're releasing a song a week through July and August, and then like an album. Yeah, I'm gonna have the album at the end of August. And then I'm going to have an album release party. I don't really know about no concerts yet because I don't know if I'm that popping. But if yeah, yeah, yeah. shit turns around, I mean, the, the numbers that my uh, bus single have done in three days, I was like, holy shit, I guess people do fuck with me. Because like, I think in three days, I got like 650, which is like pretty wow. wild. So I'm like, uh, all right, maybe maybe shit might turn around with this project. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. That's that's amazing. And is your family like excited for you about like you drop releasing an album and stuff like that? Or yeah, my mom. So uh, this is pretty funny, actually. Yeah. So one of my homies, Josh, I used to freestyle with okay. his wife, like works in our school district. And she was like, yeah, I could get you a job like teaching drama here full time if you would like that. And I'm like, shit, full time salary benefits. I'm like, yo, that should sound pretty right. <laughs> and then uh, I would have to move back to Long Island because it's in our in our high school and my mom's like yo just dub that shit keep doing comedy i'm like yo ma you just don't understand <laughs> this shit not that easy <laughs> my mom dead ass was like have you seen the show dave and i'm like yeah it's cool she's like invite him to the next show you have at littlefield i'm like ma it don't work like oh that my yeah God. i don't have little dickie's number like hey bro yeah pull up like you know what i mean i woke up steve janty <laughs> <laughs> that should be the remix you should do that as the remix and just and just like push Chris Brown out of the frame. <laughs> just have a big X over his face as it starts. Let's push push Chris Breezy out there, and I'll start doing a moonwalk in that bitch for real. Incredible. I mean, yeah, my it, they don't understand how hard it is to not have money to go do something. Mm -hmm. They don't. It's a lot, and it's also every day. Like Robbie and I talk about. They go, "What do we do next? What do I do next? What do I?" It's hard to push yourself every day to do something like I don't think my parents understand completely, but my parents aren't telling me don't take jobs. <laughs> my parents aren't believing in me. Wait, like, your mom said to take the job, right? She said, don't take that. She, she said, oh, she so said don't. Was, yeah, she said, keep uh, doing comedy and music. I'm like, Ma, you're bugging. If I get that shit, I'm swear to God, if they offer me that shit, I'm taking it. Yeah, no, yeah. Steve, Steve, maybe you don't. <laughs> I don't know. I do need bread. The <laughs> bread sounded pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 517 or a salary. I'm definitely taking a salary. <laughs> 17, he's making on music. Wow. And so what what do you prefer more? Freestyling or, or writing your own music and like releasing it that way? Uh most of my songs usually come from like I freestyled it and then yeah. like I patch it up, or sometimes beautiful shit will happen where like majority of the take is like, oh nah, you don't even have to fix it, and then stuff like that. So with me, I kind of just like get some shit out, whether it's the flow, like if it's gibberish, I'll spit a flow with no words and then go back to that and write it. So I kind of use, I kind of incorporate both. So I kind of look at them the same, but when it comes to like doing like, like improv or my solo shit, I would rather do my solo shit than improv. Cause either, or if I bomb, it was on me. And if I do great, it was on me. Say for me, if improv, if the set bombs, it was on them. If it did well, it was on me. See, we have a different mentality with this Steve. This is Steve. You got to just change your mindset. What are you talking about? I'm the ultimate king of delusion. Uh, you just have to be a little more delusional in this regard. That's a fact. That's all me. Yeah. That's all me. I never blame the audience. I always blame my scene partners. <laughs> I, I always tell kids, I go, stop blaming the audience. The audience is great. It's the fucking people you're next to that suck, okay? That's a fact, though, sometimes. That's a fact sometimes. sometimes yeah, some people are doing Some people are performing with people they shouldn't be performing with. Mm -hmm. And that was you for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a big fact. That's a big fact. That's a super duper big fact. 
What was they, it? Those people didn't know what rap was because like they didn't know what the fuck rap for like for real, for real. All right, let's let's just do it. Are you comfortable with doing this? Steve? Yeah, yeah, I don't care. Okay, a lot of people don't know this. So there's this hip hop improv group group in New York City called North Coast, right? It's very. Uh... Oh shit, <laughs> Robbie, can you believe? We're going for North Coast right now. We're not going for North Coast. We just have to. <laughs> we have to articulate what it is. Yeah. It is okay. the corny. It's corny, right? It's corny. <laughs> It's taking it's taking a uh, uh, one a black art form and bringing it into the ultimate like uh, corny white environment that I've ever seen. Uh, it's like it's, I didn't know that this. I don't know anything about them. North Coast? You are blessed. You are blessed. I know that they do. I didn't realize that it was like corny, like Here, cornier than North like Lin Manuel. Ready? <laughs> Ready? Give I'll North give you a North Coast. Coast. Ready? Oh, I'm okay. at a zoo. I'm at a zoo. There's a bear at the zoo. Uh -huh. I'm at a zoo. I'm at a zoo. A giraffe's at the zoo. No. Are you at the zoo? Maybe you come to the zoo. You too, me too. Me too, me too. Oh no, not you. I love the zoo. <laughs> yo, yo, that's, crazy. Uh, that's, that's like spot on. That's just crazy for real. <laughs> Swear to God. And you used to do this then, Steve? For three years, and then, I, bro, I used to come out. They used to I lay mean, the you're game very, down. very, very talented. I saw you on a show one time, too, and I was, like, supporting somebody, and I was like, who was that guy? <laughs> there's a lot of shows that happen in, like, in the comedy world that there's just not a lot of talent on the shows. It is what it is. I appreciate that. I appreciate there's just that. shows that you go see that are like, all right, we're all supporting friends. Like, it is what it is. You know what I mean? There's just so many fucking shows that it, yeah. are, it gets incestual. So I wasn't just expecting to be genuinely entertained by somebody very talented. Then I remember going up to uh, my friend Devin was there and I was like, oh, who is that guy? Because he is fucking talented. And he was like, oh, yeah, no, he's very talented. So. Is it Devin Ritchie? Yeah, yeah, Devin. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That's my guy. He was That's there when I saw that. But um, so you, I remember you, you being did. blown away by the first time I saw you perform. Yeah, so you, imagine Devin. this incredible artist is in yeah. the zoo. He's in the zoo group, okay? Yeah, Steve. that's wild. Steve, why I thought that yes? North Coast was closer to you, like no. what you do. I thought they were, like, doing what you did. My mother was on North Coast. <laughs> what are we talking about here? Uh, my mother realize. dropped out because she got too busy. I mean, the one thing I will I didn't to, realize that was the vibe. I thought North Coast it is was your lane. Cooler. It's beautiful. If North Coast is your lane, you'd stay in that. But Steve, I was like, did anyone go listen to Steve and you'd be like, no, this kid can't be rapping with my mother, you know? <laughs> nah, you you was the one that made me quit though. I'm not gonna lie, you was the one that made me quit. And Good. then a week after I booked a solo, like a solo act. But I did that shit for too long because they gave me shout out to Mike Poole. I'm going to take this from Mike Poole. They gave me headaches for no reason, like no reason. <laughs> that shit was crazy. And, and what would be crazy is even for certain audiences, like you would have to rap that way if you wanted like a positive like reaction, you know what I mean? Because they wouldn't know rap, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I would have to do like a Lonely Island, like beastie boy kind of flow yeah. for it to like hit because sometimes i would come out and i'll spit like the way i spit and then like someone on the team would be like yo no one gives a fuck like how much bars you could spit or metaphors just do just play the game and i was like oh that's that's what this shit is now all right cool man i'm not gonna yeah. spit that yeah I'm a cranky banker with a cranky <laughs> i'm a cranky banker with no pennies no pennies for the cranky banker <laughs> oh my god i didn't realize that's what they were yeah, yeah that's a fact it's uh, like i honestly yeah. could be on the team yeah. right now yeah. with these bars you know what I'm that's a fact that's a fact and it's great because you know i will give them this they paid their performers they actually took you guys out on tour that's more than a lot of comedy theaters did there's politics to it though they take who they want they book mm -hmm. who they want of course there's politics but it, it was theirs that they created in a way you know what i mean yeah, but I think if you're on the team, you shouldn't pick the people to do the shows. I think uh, a manager, you feel me, or a producer should do that. I you did what I'm saying. That. Yeah, it was like people like, oh, we're going to oh, we're going to a nice place in Florida. Let's have all the, our friends. Yeah, and then sometimes my son would just pick himself for everything. And I was like, all right, word. So you get everything that's like three fifty and up, mm -hmm. and then we get the hundred dollar shows. All right, cool. Uh, you just trying to avoid a day job and use mommy and daddy's money. All right, I feel you. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. And I saw I, I was like, this kid's way too talented for that. And but I'm like happy that you got that experience because it was probably allowed you to kill 
in front of a large audience. Yeah, and I met like for real, for real, all the shit I be talking about them. Yeah. I met like my closest of friends there. Like Ethan, I perform with Ethan every month, uh-huh. sometimes four four times a week, you know what I mean? Three yeah, times yeah. a week. And he's a close friend of mine. Uh Richie Alfson is the homie. Mm-hmm. Katie Barry's the homie. Mike Katie, Poole's Katie's the homie. Mad funny. Yeah, like mad I met funny. great friends through it, but and then you learn how to be on the road, how road gigs go, how to mm-hmm. tour, how to prepare for that. So there was like definitely a lot of good shit in it. And then it made me realize like, yo, if you can't spit, don't tell me I can't spit or don't tell me I can't do this or do improv. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm happy that you had that experience. I think we should all I think every person deserves to be on a bad team. Yeah, for sure, for sure. For you sure. you'll almost learn more than be, ah, you learn more from being on a good team. I actually take that back. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like you've been yeah. blessed to be on numerous of great teams. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, I have been blessed. Um I, I'm very lucky in that regard. But I mean, improv I get embarrassed of improv a little bit sometimes, to be honest with you. For real? Why, though? It's not funny. it's a banker. Sticky <laughs> <laughs> banker with no pennies, just no music. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. What are you talking about, Steve? You want to see me do a scene right now? I go, oh, God, I can't believe I'm a shoemaker. Jeez, Louise. And I just wish I had a wife and kids, but instead I got a bunch of ducklings. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a duckling. Yeah, that's it. Sometimes I get embarrassed by it. I want to do something. I try to do better than that, but sometimes that's what it is, especially on the road. I mean, I feel you. I think what happened, though, for real, yeah. I think it was probably 2016, 2017. Some shit happened where, like, just the worst Caucasians ever started doing improv, and everybody was just like, we're going to take a big-ass dookie on improv. And then it was all downhill from there. But I felt like when I first started watching improv and doing it, I'm like, most of these people on MTV doing shit. There's like execs in the like fucking audience at, in a basement that looked like a strip club. So it was popping yeah. when I first started watching it. But I felt like once like, you know what I mean, Trump pulled up, it just went, you know what I mean? Yeah, shit did. I mean, things did change. And I missed, I missed, I just missed that MTV wave. You know, Steve, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. just missed it, you know, but uh, we, we got to keep growing and keep building. That's a fact. Steve. I see you posting about the food that you you eat. Yeah. Incredible. What's your sandwich order? You got to go get a sandwich. You got to go get a sandwich. What's your sandwich order? Um, I'm going to keep it real with you. I'm usually either going to get a BLT. You feel me? Hot sauce mayo. You feel me? BLT. Interesting. Yeah. No no meats. I, I know bacon's meats, but no yeah. meats. Sometimes I get that motherfucker vegan. I ain't going to lie to you. You feel me? Are you LT? vegan? Yeah, you just vegan. get an LT. You'll go to a deli and say, get, "Give me your finest lettuce and tomato." Nah, they give you with the the fake shit. You go to an uh, you go to a bougie enough spot, they'll give it to uh, you with the fake. You feel what I'm saying? The fake bacon. Yeah, but if it's a long night, I'm with the homies. I got a couple tequila sodas, chopped cheese with the works. I'm talking about jalapenos, pepper, onions, hot sauce, ketchup. Ugh. Talk to me nice. Heat that motherfucker up. Swing no my mayo. way. No mayo, huh? Nah, hot sauce, ketchup. The mayo, I'm not really fuck with like that when I'm fucked up. Tastes a little weird. Interesting. I thought I didn't realize you're a tequila soda guy. Yeah. Shout out Justin Catches. Justin put me on. I used to be uh Jameson Ginger Ale, but I switched to te- tequila soda. I'm tequila, tequila soda exclusively. Less of a hangover. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, most of the and then I feel like whenever you drink dark liquor, I don't know for me, I'm always like trying to like fight or do something rowdy, but with tequila soda, I'm usually like, I love my friends. I love my life. Life uh-huh. is great. Me too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm a vodka soda man, you know? Vodka it's, soda rocks. Vodka rocks. soda. I, I, it's the same thing. It's clear, you know? Yeah. Why, you start problems when you're out, Steve? Uh, when I was younger, me and my homie Hal, a.k.a. Burt Docks on all streaming services, we used uh-huh. to be wilding, yeah, at what, Max what Fish. Yeah. What would you we, do? What type of, you got in fights? Let me hear something. Yeah, uh, we was in Max Fish and we was twist, and then we was waiting for our homies to to come in. So uh-huh. we <laughs> we come out the door and like our homies is coming from Long Island. So we come out the door and we're on our phone in front of the door, like yo, we're in front of the door. So the security guard is like, yo, get away from the front door. So the first time we're like, all right, whatever, dog. Our friends come in. Then more of our friends pull up. We're in front of the door. He said, what did I tell y'all about the door? And we're like, yo, bro, just chillax. You know what I'm saying? It's a fucking door, and there's nobody trying to get in besides our homies. Uh-huh. Third, right? Whole bunch of girls come through, right? So he's like, yo, if I got to tell y'all about this door again, you feel me? There's going to be an issue. And we're like, yo, bro, 
you a security guard. Ain't no gonna be no issue. It's either you not gonna let us in this bar and we gonna go to another bar, we in LES, or you gonna scrap and you don't wanna scrap with us because it's us versus you. So he was like, <laughs> oh, y'all try to start a fight? And we was like, are you trying to lose your job? And then that's when three other guards came in and all them niggas look like uh, homies uh, bodyguard. Rob Deerdex's bodyguard, like big black ball dudes. Big black. <laughs> and you know what I mean? I'm 5'7, Hal 5'9. Yeah. You feel me? I'm like, sure, man. We don't need to be in Max Fish right now. We could just go to Lucky Jacks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Yo, I know when to scrap and when to be like, you know what? This is not a smart move. You feel me? Sure. sure. It's, it's, it's good to walk away from fights that you're going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're going to win, it's not, it's not as fun to walk away. Yeah. Uh, sometimes even if you know you're gonna win, it might not be the right situation to throw hands. Like it might not be the right place to beat somebody's ass. You know what I'm saying? You've gotten kicked out of other bars for, for fighting people? No, I got kicked out of Max Fish like four to five times. I At a point, I'm not gonna lie to you, Sebastian, at a point, I thought these motherfuckers was not gonna let me and Hal back in, but it was always love. But Max Fish, yeah. Something about that bar. It's like you could step on a dude's J's and it's like a fucking showdown. Like that bar is just rowdy. Rest in peace. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I get that. I mean, also don't wear your Jordans out to a crowded bar. I hate to sound like that. Like, and this is from a man who has, uh, who has a couple pairs, right? I'm not going to wear my nicest sneakers out to a crowded bar. Exactly. That's so stupid. No, I'm going to wear them and take a couple photos and I'm going to go back in my house. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, almost. Oh, um, you know what I'm learning now? I almost don't even wear them for, um, to go out i don't even want to wear them to go out on dates anymore you know because girls don't appreciate i actually get upset how much how little girls appreciate my jordans really yeah i, I almost wear them around a couple of, like if i see a friend that i know like sneakers I'll, I'll throw them on yeah like if i was to see you i might throw on a pair hell yeah i mean i always compliment your jordans <laughs> hey, i know i know i know i know do you rock jordans or yeah not Me, too much. yeah i'm big i'm big into jordans i'm big into what do you got i had I had a lot more when I was younger and I flipped them. Yeah, I flipped them, but I still, I was rocking my Space Jam Jordans today. I went on a long walk, had my Space Jams on. The 11s. Yeah. The 45s on the back or the 23s? Yeah, 45s on the back. Beautiful, beautiful. That's, those are nice. I looked at those for a very long time, but you know, I got fat ankles. The 11s are a little tight on my ankles. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Trust me. It's hard not to be a thick boy these days, mm-hmm. you know. Some, sometimes, because it's Jays, you just gotta go through the pain. Like ones aren't comfortable. Ones are like them. Them shits hurt. But fuck it, I'm gonna throw in some bread ones on. Fuck it, you know what I mean? Of course. I mean, I'm. I'm. All I have is ones right now. That's all I rock. They're fire. They're fire. I, I, other shoes go up and down. I think ones are gonna stay high for a long time. Of course. Some people yeah. don't even know them shits is Jordans. They just think they're normal Nikes because they got the swoosh on it. You dig what I'm saying? So I know. Some people, so what, this is what I'm talking about. Some girl comes, oh, she goes, oh, I like your dunks. I go, yeah, thanks. <laughs> that has to hurt. That hurts me. I mean, some dunks are cool, but like the fact that she knows dunks but doesn't know that they're Jordans is kind of weird. <laughs> well, because dunks are popular with girls right now. Uh, A lot of girls rock the baggy pants with the dunks right now. Gotcha, gotcha. So that's what that's what it is. Uh, the best thing that Steve did, he, I watched one of his auditions. This kid, I forget what he did in the audition. The improv was irrelevant, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter at this point. What you did was you walked in with the Billy Joel, Elton John collab uh, vintage T-shirt on. And I screamed when you walk in the door. I think I ran out the audition room to compliment your T-shirt. A Billy Joel, Elton John collab concert vintage T-shirt on. Vintage. I think it was a jersey. I think it was, it was a. It was a jersey. Baseball jersey. That's a. Fact. <laughs> yeah. Oh my! I gotta look at this up. Yeah. It was truly. I mean, Steve, you have pieces in your wardrobe. I try. I try. Thank you. You don't try, bro. You're succeeding. You, you, I, I screamed. No one even. I think I think we uh, we just yelled all on Lloyd night for that group with that shirt. You know what I'm saying? It was truly I, I think I just go. They all are on next group. You know, the shirt I've never seen. I, I've tried to look it up, Robbie. You're not going to find it. I can't find it. It's 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 a bit pricey now. It's I, I got it for the low. It's a bit pricey now, though. I got it for 30. I think I've seen it for 110. More than that. It's more than 110 now. It has to be. Are you kidding Is this me? It? Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yes. You got it. Wow. That is it. Yeah. I true. And I play piano. So those are like two of my biggest idols playing piano. 
yeah. Elton John and I mean both of them are like some of the greatest pian- singer songwriters of all time. Absolutely. And so, and so I saw that shirt and I go, I want to want to be in that shirt. I almost started flirting with you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I go, maybe I'll, maybe I'll invite Steve over. Uh, I'll rock his shirt home. I'll be looking stupid as fuck. <laughs> the tight ass shirt. It's funny when, if a girl sleeps over my house and they want to try on my shirt, they go, oh, I like a big shirt. And then they put it on and it like goes down to their ankles. They don't like realize how fat I am till they try on one of my shirts. They don't, no girl realizes how big I am till they throw on one of my shirts. <laughs> And you know no. what? It's hard to hook up with a girl when she's wearing a double X Chris Farley shirt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've multiple times had to tell girls, I'd be like, you got to take off the Chris Farley at shirt. At this point, I'm fucking Chris. <laughs> at, this point, at this point, I'm just looking at Tommy Boy. I'm looking at my Tommy Boy shirt. I mean, like, and I'm all about, like, I'll get you another shirt. Oh, let's flip it inside out. You know, I just cannot be looking at Chris Farley as we hook up. <laughs> and it'll be just be big as shit. And then one, a couple of girls think they're cute and they take it home. I'm like, you can't take the Chris Farley shirt home, you know? <laughs> and so now I don't even give that one. I don't give, I don't hook up with, uh, no, one, I live at my parents' house. So no one's coming over. <laughs> no, one's, no one's coming over and getting shirts anymore, you know? But I would give, I would give the Chris, that was my move. Especially this one girl. She always got the Chris, she was a queen. She always deserved the Chris Farley shirt, you know? Yeah, shout out Chris Farley ten times. Yeah, ten times. He was, you know, I stole the book from UCB. Oh hell yeah! Hell I yeah. said fuck it, and then Bridget, the librarian of UC, she worked in the library at the time. Um, she was like, uh, I forget her title, but she called me. She goes, Sebastian, you got the you got the Chris Farley book. Uh, we need it back from UCB. I said, ah, I go, I'm not gonna give it back, and I want a permanent record that Sebastian Canelli took the Chris Farley book from fucking UCB. You know, <laughs> I said, don't, don't, I'll never take another book. I just want you to highlight the fact that Sebastian Canelli stole that shit from UCB, you know, let it be known. And then I think that, I think that they were actually one book away from staying open. If I remember yeah. correctly, that they were uh, one, if they had one more book in their library, they would have been able to pay all the employees. That's what best. It's, I mean, they hit me up on the line of the four. They go, Hey, Sebastian, we love to keep the theater open, but, uh, we're just one book short of having a good library to pay all these people, you know? So we'll just tear it all down. So you know who to blame about UCP. <laughs> oh, man. If you wait, do you make different playlists for the morning and nighttime? Are you like, are you a playlist guy or no? Oh, big playlist guy. I make playlists for a walk. Sometimes I make a playlist like, um, like there's a whole bunch of different musicians, but it sounds like it could be like one album. I do shit like that. Or like, oh, what if this song was on this album? How would it transition with this shit? Like, I do a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, Are you on Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. Apple. Most of my shit is on Apple Music, though. Oh, me too. Yeah. I'm an Apple Music dude. I gotta. Can I, you follow people on Apple Music? For sure. Yeah, it's just my name. Oh shit! Don't follow me. I hate when people follow me on Spotify. It's the Why? most vulnerable thing. Why, Robbie? You know my music selection. I do know your oh, music won't selection. Won't you stay with me? That's Sorry. not your entire music selection. I'm bumping, I'm bumping that. When when you see "Stay with Me" at three thirty in the morning on a Tuesday, you go, "Oh, I, I shouldn't follow Sebastian on Spotify. This is too personal." <laughs> Robbie, I played "Driver's License" for an hour and a half straight when it first came out. Me too. It is fire. Just shit lying fire. in bed, screaming, howling at the moon, me crying too. to the gods. You know. <laughs> I remember I was lying. I told you about driver's license. I was lying on my back, Steve. The tears, they didn't know where to go on my face. My, I, they didn't know. They, they were like, you know, those, uh, you know, those games that have the balls and you kind of, you got to like tilt the, uh, tilt the board to roll the little metal ball in the <laughs> hole. That was the tears on my face. They just had no idea where to go. I was, I was listening to driver's license. They were just going up above the eyebrow, below the chin. It was just wild. I was crying so much. My question about that song is, what do you guys think? You know when she says that line and the beat fades out and then comes back in? The you know what I'm talking about that line? What what's the line? Uh, the you sent him and then the, the beat fades and it comes back. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You think it was her engineer or you think Olivia said to do that? I was arguing with my homies like, yo, her engineer might just be mad fire. Yeah. Yeah, Probably I think that. It's, I mean, I, she's. I mean, I don't want to discredit her at all. She's a beautiful songwriter and everything, but she's, she's a, a, child. a Disney Channel kid. Yeah, <laughs> that's child. what I'm saying. The engineer was like, "This shit about to have everybody crying. We're gonna bang and then bing." 
Of course, these people are geniuses. The people behind the music, these songs are absolute brilliant engineers, you know? Shout out my engineer, because shit, I'm about to put the demo version of my album on Bandcamp and then the real shit on streaming. What that man did, I was like, yo, what? I would have never thought of that shit at the crib. Like, that's insane. Shout what out you, Tears one time. What's it like working with the engineer? Uh, well, Tears is pretty cool yeah. uh, because he's like an older Haitian dude. Uh-huh. So he's like pretty chill. And like, he does a lot of like upcoming New York artists who all yeah. are doing the drill thing. So when a heat, when I came with to him with my project, he was like, thank God it doesn't sound like pop smoke. Like this is just like yeah. a breath of fresh air. So I think I got an album coming out. I work with Drill too. Shout out what's up to Drill. My album's coming Drill out. Drill is a genre of music, not a not a person. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, shout out Drill, the genre. Hey, also shout out country, shout out shout out folk. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. So I feel like since my music wasn't what Sebastian just did, he had more fun adding like um beat switches and fading and shit like that. And he also knew uh, some of the references, which was surprising because he's like a 48-year-old Haitian dude. So I was just like, oh, that's pretty cool. So he seemed to have fun mixing and mastering it. Do you send them this? You send them the songs and you let them go. For, he he just fucks with them and then he sends it back and you get like exchange notes or is it like you sit in the studio with them? It's me, my producer. We sit in the studio with them and then we tell them like we like we show them the demo and we'd be like, oh, like make it sound like this. Cause like they just get the dry vocals of everything with no effects, so they have to put the effects and stuff. But sometimes, like in it, just a spur of the moment, he'll be like, "Oh, what if this part, the beat fades out, so you could kind of hear the reference that Steve's making, and it could hit harder or stuff like that." So it was cool. But yeah, you really have to like develop a relationship with that type of person, I guess. Yeah, for sure. I know, I know Tears for a while. He does all of like the homies' music, so like TBM, Burt oh. Knox, Kato Leaf. He does all their music as well. Who, who else in New York do you think is coming up besides like the crew that you're like crew that you run with? Who else is like someone that people should be listening to? Um, That's a great question. Because I know Re- I, Phoenix who? Rios is fire. Phoenix Rios is official. Uh-huh. Uh, Thorn Malik is official. Uh, oh, yours truly, Nate. He's dope. We got a really? song together. Queens. He's oh, dope. I got to check these people. And where do like where do people where do these people perform often? Where are you like watching them perform? Well, uh, I'm happened. It's a little different, right? It's it's kind of funny because I met Phoenix while doing improv. I was doing a, a set at UMass with a, a off top, not North Coast, which is pretty funny. And he opened up for off top. And like, you know, when you see someone and you're like, oh, like for sure, like this person is like talented automatically i was like okay this this dude's a great songwriter then after the show he's like yo we got a like a, a house party at my house y'all should pull up i'm like all right sure we pull up and i'm freestyling it's me and one of my teammates we're freestyling he comes in starts freestyling black like he just went stupid and you could tell like it wasn't like he wrote the shit because he's looking around like he's looking sure. around for shit to rap about you know what i'm saying so i was yeah, like yeah. oh this kid is like official he just got a song called, um, I think it's uh, Thank You. Thank You just uh-huh. dropped. Fire. Definitely check that out. Phoenix Rios. Amazing. But uh, I think he just did a show uh, in Boston. I used to have this friend. He's not a friend no more because he hiked the Appalachian Trail. And I, I'm never going to talk to nobody that did that shit because they're going to be annoying as fuck. Okay. <laughs> You know anyone that hiked the Appalachian Trail? He just finished. I had a friend that just finished three days. Nah, ago. he he quit when he got to New York. I got no. Oh comments. really? I got no comments. He he, had, so he like, didn't literally, even finish it. He has a little more miles to go, but he's like he's gonna take a rest and then finish later in his life. <laughs> I'm gonna do the Appalachian Trail. I'm gonna do two miles a month. You know what I'm saying, bro? I, mean, I didn't know that's how we could count it. You know what I mean? But I mean, it's too bad he was he was nice. But like, as soon as someone hikes the Appalachian Trail, I know that's all they're gonna brag about. You know, it's like a marathon kid. You know, sure. that's well, not, like, I ran the marathon. I never talked about. Oh, it. exactly. No, bro. I'm talking about it to talk about how I never talk about. You it. You couldn't br- keep your mouth shut. You know, I was almost uh, gonna compliment you, Robbie, that you don't talk about it. But I, I said marathon. You go twenty six point two. That's me. I was more bragging about the fact that I never bring it up. 
Uh, you've bragged about that several times. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> How many times can you brag about not running the marathon before uh, you are bragging that you don't talk about running the marathon, you know? I guess four. <laughs> You're over the limit. Anyway, okay. so I used to smoke weed with this kid. I'm sorry, mom. I finally, I finally admitted I smoke a little weed on the occasion. <laughs> okay. It's out the back. <laughs> What, what, Robbie? You're talking about doing coke off strippers. Whoa! The, <laughs> when I was a child. And then every time you bring up a, anything taboo, you're like, oh, this is, the, I never talk about this. <laughs> when I was a child. I'm not talking about my adult life, okay? Oh, oh, oh. Jesus. After 18, I apologize for everything. Before 18, I'm, you know, coke off stripper before 18. You, that's a, you know, the, it's wiped off your record, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so we would smoke weed. This kid loved to beatbox and freestyle. And Steve, there's nothing worse than someone that's bad at freestyle and beatboxing in a, it, like you're standing in a circle smoking a blunt. I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm happy I wasn't there for your for your growing years, because now if you do it, I go, wow, this is amazing. You know, I don't want we just want to see the finished product. And I'm so happy I met you when it was a finished product. So I didn't hate you along the process <laughs> because yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Like, that like- should be done in private. I feel like people can't count bars. Like if you, that's how I be doing my freestyle and shit. You feel me? It's eight rhymes. That's a 16. You dig what uh-huh. I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, once you get up to the, the fucking seventh rhyme, make sure the eighth shit you land on is good enough that you could leave. But dudes just be rapping for like 40 bars. Nobody wants to hear 40 bars at a party. Like for real respect. You could be legit. You could be like Jack Harlow. We do not want to hear 45 bars from Jack Harlow at a party. What do we want to hear from Jack Harlow? 16, we're in, we're out. We could get our drinks. We could go dance. You know what I mean? That's what people yes. need to understand. I, I totally, I, all I want to hear is Jack Harlow is, I'm going to leave my handprint on her ass. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's all I need. To- <laughs> I, just, I just need him to talk about slap a girl's ass and get the three claps in there, you know? No, because kids, I, I don't think people do know that, that like it's supposed to end. Yeah. Leave them wanting more. Well, they like the attention and the the intention pressure. It's like people that don't prepare a public speech and they just ramble on forever. Exactly. But what do you do if you're at a show? How many bars do you do to freestyle? 16. Oh, you only do 16? Up top, I do from 16 to like maybe 30, depending on how the crowd is. Uh, Sometimes it'll be like a good 26. But when I'm doing like a song, like a like a, when I I get like three suggestions from the crowd, that yeah. shit I make sure that's just 32 bars, so 16 and 16, and then that's it. And but I'm you, always counting. You just can't realize it, but if if you really look in my eyes, I'm legit like counting, so I'm not up there for too long. You go to a different place when you're freestyling, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get kind of nerdy with it. From what my brother said, it's like a computer. What and you, you just get the suggestion so people know that it's made up because they wouldn't believe you. Yeah, that shit, that shit really gets me tight because I, if I came on stage, bro, and I spit 32 bars of shit that makes like, like that's a cohesive thing. Like I'd be jumping from referencing Tip Robinson to like going to talk about like eating a bagel. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. even connect and they'd be like, oh, he wrote that. So that shit gets me so mad. Yeah. But you get such a big applause when you're like, actually, that was completely improvised. That's why it didn't make no damn sense. And everyone's like, oh, my God, he's great. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I saw you even if I walked in the room right after you got the suggestions, I would have thought that you wrote it because <laughs> I'm like, it's too good not to be right. I was like, not. I mean, yeah, it's very you're very impressive when you do that. I appreciate you. Are you gonna keep doing improv? I mean, I would, I would do it with the homies. I would do it with the homies. I would audition again. I don't want no like audition uh, for what, Steve? What are we? Whatever comes about? up, something's gonna come up because they spending bread. Something's gonna come up. I just don't want it easy. Wait, who's they? Who's they? Yeah, who's they? Just fill <laughs> me improv in. gods. You yeah, think like, the squirrels gonna have auditions for teams? I would assume they doing Steve, classes. Steve, am I you, What are you doing, bro? I can't. I, I'm gonna have to yell at you once again. You call. You get your boys together you get your crew together you get everyone that you love and you put throw up a show you do not wait to audition what are you doing I, steve i feel you i've done a couple i've done a couple of improv shows with the homies it's it's been fun but if you you're saying you're gonna don't you dare audition for something again you get the you know enough talented people you don't not need to audition steve <laughs> 
I'm wallet. You're right. I'm wallet. I'm you are crazy right now. And I'm actually disappointed in you. I I, 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 I say, did this kid learn nothing from the four years I've, I've known him? Does he, does, has nothing changed? Yeah, I'm wallet. He's audition for North Coast Junior again. Now, you know? <laughs> hell no, hell no. It's hell the PG no. version of North Coast. Hell no. Wow. No. Yeah, you're Steve, popping and talented. You should be, people will come pay to see you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I'm going to try to make something happen by not auditioning. Oh my God! I can't believe you said auditioning. But hold on, you know what's crazy okay. though? I ran, what? I ran a marathon too, and I was talking hella shit <laughs> about running that marathon because oh, I put bread on it. Is okay. I was in high school when I was bigger, so I was just like, "Y'all think like this this whole marathon? It was me, it was me, my homie Moro and Aaron Coleman. I was like, uh-huh. y'all think y'all gonna beat me? But it's really slow and steady, and y'all gonna try to run th- this 4K." And I was like, I'm gonna put 20 beans on him. And what's crazy is, bro, after you run this 4K, I can't even make this shit up. You eat nothing but pancakes, like nasty ass, no heart in the pancakes. None of them shits is the same shape, yeah. like just the wackest pancakes. I came in 24th place, bro, out of like 500 motherfuckers, boy. And then I was eating the pancakes, like, yo, give me my money. <laughs> oh, I need my, my 20. And yo, that was in um, that was in 11th grade. I bring that shit up. To this day to them, like, bang, remember when I beat you in the pancake run, motherfucker? I got $20. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you didn't run a marathon. You ran like a 5K. Yeah, I mean, that's, sh- but for, for like a teenager, that shit felt like the next, yo, it was crazy. Cause you have don't to say run. for a teenager. Don't, Steve, have you watched the Olympics? Everyone is 13 years old. What are you talking about for a teenager? <laughs> for a teenager, it only gets harder with age. You think it's gonna be easier for you now than it was for you at 17? Steve, Steve, it's the opposite. Have you looked at the Olympics? None of them, none of them could smoke a cigarette. That's why they're all so good at that sports. <laughs> what are you talking about for a teenager? Those are the prime athletes. You're thinking. No, of, I mean, 26, 27 is, I think, your prime athletic years. If you're training, if you're consistently training, yes, like yes, LeBron yes. peaks because he's consistently training with the team. Me, my peak, I might have peaked at 12. You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> True. I, I might have peaked, you know. I, I was, I was out there. I could run a lap. <laughs> wow, well, yeah. I, I mean, but that's different because you got in a fight. I, you got in like a little. Your friends doubted you at first. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So I consider that to be different than like someone that like goes, "I'm gonna put myself in this burden, and now I will speak about this burden for the rest of my life." Yeah, I'm not doing no shit like that. <laughs> no, no, I never did anything that was like. I'm a, do I do anything that I brag about all the time, Robbie? Uh, Maybe quitting drugs. Yeah, but not brag. I don't brag, but I mean that's harder than a marathon. Oh, I'll for sure. You, I'll tell you this: drugs are, drugs feel better than running. For sure, <laughs> for sure. Have you tried both? No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've tried. I've tried the equivalent of like of like spice to weed when it comes to running. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I've jogged. I've jogged. You know what I'm saying? I, I've, you know, I've never inhaled. I've never inhaled. Running, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I pretended with my friends. I was. I go, yeah, bro. I'm running. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, my shins. <laughs> you know. Well, a lot of well, it's a lot of drug addicts move on to running. I know. I moved on to comedy like a fucking idiot. A lot of drug addicts. They. It's. I guess there is a similar feeling of like running marathons. They run ultra marathons. They go from like heroin addicts to running ultra marathons. It's That's like a very common trope. What do you think you what do you, what do you think I would have made more money from? Doing comedy or running ultra marathon? <laughs> what do you think at this point? At this point. At this point. At this point, if I stopped. No, you've I was, made enough money in comedy. I don't know. No, I I don't know. What what would you get on Rogan quicker? <laughs> Wait, oh, now that's a question. <laughs> running here's ultra the thing, marathon. I'm ultra Even marathon. today. What if we say starting today? That's just a good question. What, how could I get on Rogan faster if I just continue comedy or I do ultra marathons? Uh, Joe Rogan is a wild boy. Joe Rogan is the wildest boy. He, I'm, I mean, no, he's not the wildest. Fam, when I was young, homie got on stage while Carlos Mencia was trying to get his shit off 30 minutes. He was like, yo, he stole all of this shit. You were there? And it, I wasn't there. I seen it on YouTube as oh, like a okay, child. Okay. And I was just like, what's crazy is... Carlos Mancia can't even fight him because he know he's gonna get rocked. So he just gotta deal with the homeboy on his stage saying his shit is stolen. Like that shit is wild, man. It's never that serious. Yeah. I mean, but th- you can't say it. think about all the drama at, at the improv theater. 
and none of us made a dollar. I think, I mean, I, I, I used to live with two stand-ups. There was like drama in the stand-up scene. I just feel like if you was like a theater kid or you was like a performing kid, like half the time, whatever high school you go to, unless it's like an artsy high school, they're going to be like, oh, them, them motherfuckers is lame. So I feel like as long as you got people that was lame in one point in their life and now they're like semi-popping or whatever, there's yeah. always going to be a little drama. <laughs> Did you do theater? Hell no. Nah. I, was, I was shook. I was like, I'm not doing no shit like that. My yeah. friend Josh, though, he was he was Liddy. Like, Josh is actually like a dope actor. Shout out, Josh. But uh, I was I watched his plays, but I'm like, I'm not finna get up there. I only did improv because uh, my brother got me that shit as a gift for my birthday. He got me a one-on-one class. We went to a Broad City show. And at the end of the Broad City show, they're like, oh, if you want to take a class, you could take a class here. And my brother was like, obviously, Steve's not going to want to write, like, uh-huh. sketches. So he got them thinking it was like some Wayne Brady shit. Yeah. Then he came to the show like, oh, this is definitely not the shit Wayne Brady doing, but it was cool. So yeah, yeah. interesting. I did plays. I was a theater kid. Hell yeah! I would have never. I, you told me that before, and it's still shocking to this day. That's the response I like. Thank you, Steve. That's the response <laughs> I, I. Every time I say at the theater, I want someone to fall down off that chair at home. <laughs> no, no. Right? I need. I need someone to be like, not him. Not him. No, you're a theater kid. Shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> Shut your mouth, bro. I'll be smoking cigarettes outside before I sang it. Okay? I'd be ripping. I'd be like, yo, I got all the beer and the weed for tonight. Who's coming to the cast party? And they go, I don't know if I should go. You know? I don't know. It sounds pretty crazy. What you, you did it all for musicals in high school? I did every single musical. And I did musicals outside of high school. See, I did so in high school doing musicals. I did about 16 musicals in high school. Wow. What? what? <laughs> I didn't even I thought you maybe did eight musicals in your whole life. No, I, I've probably done about 25 musicals in my whole life. What the wow. fuck? <laughs> and you don't be doing no extra shit on stage. Like whenever you see somebody doing some extra shit on stage, you gotta Sebastian be like, Sebastian does extra shit on stage. No, Robbie. Nah, like extra shit like, oh, how are they? And there's there's uh, no need to sing in the scene. You, okay. <laughs> you dig what no. I'm saying? I, I'm not about I, I think it's corny. I think the worst thing. Is musical theater comedy. <laughs> That's I why think you mu- told him to quit North Coast. Yeah, I hate that because it's the way I think, yeah, like what you do, Steve, is more like rap because rappers yeah. are funny. I mean, they write yes. punchlines. They're writing yeah. punchlines. They're writing setups. I mean, they write jokes in a way, but you do it more like that than it is like hacky. Like even Hamilton isn't really rap. First, I'm gonna say this right now on Wax. Lin Manuel is one of the worst. Rappers I've ever heard through my eardrums. <laughs> first, the first of all, yeah. real talk, his voice is annoying as shit. Annoying as shit. He has one flow, and the flow is terrible. Like terrible. You gotta know, but I said, hold on, this shit was crazy. We was all smoking weed, drinking, right? The whole North Coast. And we going around talking about who's our favorite rappers, right? And, oh and just so you could paint the picture, because this shit, this is when oh I was like, where I'm at right now, I need to get the fuck out. One black dude <laughs> goes, for real, one black dude goes, yeah, man, I love most death. Most death is cool. Love most death. Other black guy goes, oh, right now, right now, I'm really digging uh, Kyle. Kyle's awesome. Love Kyle. R- Richie goes, I'm not going to lie, man. I think Pusha T's awesome since the clips. Boom. Love it. It comes to me, I'm like, right now, it's a tie between um, MF Doom and Vince Staples. It goes. Vince Staples' new album is great, by the way. Fire, straight yeah, fire. Yeah. By the way, by the way, go, keep going. It goes to the whitest dude on the the team. My son says, "I swear to God, I can't make this shit up." Straight face, Lin Manuel Miranda. All the black dudes is like, "What the?" Like we all looked at each other like, "What the fuck did you just say?" Yo, that's what I was like. I gotta put my two weeks in. Oh my god! I was like, god. "Yo, what? Is that just say you don't like rap, dog." Just say you don't like rap, you don't give a fuck about black people. Don't don't tell us Lin Manuel Miranda, my G. Oh my god, that shit was crazy, man. That shit was crazy. Respectfully, no, (laughs) we don't gotta be respectful about that. Anyone? I mean, I think I think my great aunt's favorite rapper is Lin Manuel Miranda. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) like this is wild. This and and they ran a, a, a hip hop. Improv thing? Yeah, just the motherfucker picking the cast members, picking people for the shows. And my son's favorite rapper is by far one of the worst people to grace the mic. If you want to say Lin-Manuel is a great 
song composer, Broadway actor. Sure, he could have that bullshit. Where I'm from, we don't give a fuck about that. Well, please don't put rapper next to him, dog, because they just sing talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, son. Yeah, interesting. You would probably say he's one of the worst rappers. I think Lin-Manuel Miranda's ass. If I ever make it, I will tell him straight in his face, I think your ass, and I hate what you've done to what white people perceive rap to be because Hamilton is straight bullshit. I seen Hamilton and I was like, this shit is straight bullshit. Like ass water. <laughs> that shit is terrible. That shit is terrible. Well, I never even saw it, but I like people made me listen to the soundtrack. Fam, I people had to listen to this me. shit from Boston, from Boston, bro, course, to like Brooklyn. They were playing this shit. And then, yo, this is the shit I hate about Broadway plays. They got a point where they bring back the song again. Fam, I heard it one time. Just have another. Yeah. We don't want to hear this shit again a, a little different. A, a, yeah. a reprise. Bro, a reprise. that shit had me hot. I was in the car tight. Well, it makes sense if it's a play. And if, if it's like, oh, they're going to return to this song, it's like almost a callback. But when you're just listening to an album, it's like, why are we just hearing this the same melody again, but shorter and worse? You know what? If they're going to do this shit again, do it like Bo Burnham. Remember, he brought everything back in one song and it was cute. It was 30 seconds. I heard the same, the same <laughs> shit three times. Hey, so what do you think? Yeah. What do you think about Bo Burnham? Yeah. What do you uh, he's one of my favorites right now. He's he, like he been, he been my favorite since like high school. I fucked with him. I fucked with him. As when a he had comedian the or TV. rapper? I, comedian. I look at him as the whole thing. Like yeah, a musician. Yeah. yeah. I fuck with him. I didn't watch the new special. I tried to, but... um. I, I can see it. you f- hating it. I can see <laughs> it. Adds it. Yeah. it that is what, you know, people liked it so much, and I don't want to start arguments with people. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just not my... I also don't watch a lot of comedy. Yeah. I'm just... I'm, I'm watching Zen Buddhas. I'm watching fucking allegories. I'm watching Greek mythology. Like, <laughs> what I like is not going to be Bo Burnham special. I'm sorry, but like... That's fair. I'd rather watch some animated shit about, like, uh, three laughing monks, you know? Like, yeah. it is what it is. Um. I- I think with him, I think like when you think of musical comedy, most people be playing a stupid game, like mm-hmm. like Andy, like like Lonely Island, Flight of the Concords. And I got respect for both those groups. No disrespect to them. I'll fuck with them too. But I think he's like a he's like if Dimitri Martin was like, I got bars and I can sing for real. So I think he kind of goes outside the box with certain songs. And yeah. when he hits something heavy, it's like you feel it instead of it just being like a one liner. You feel me? Like when he did the shit with the sock and it was about how the world works and capitalism, I was like, oh, this is like perfect like mm-hmm. take on the world so i fuck with him I, I i think i what i do think though i'm not gonna hold y'all when people are like oh the, the motherfucker was sad and he all right first of all oh, he's a theater kid he was acting that's one yeah, two yeah, don't yeah, act yeah. like he didn't get out of his crib went to see his homegirl ate some food came back and, come on don't act like he, he was in this shit for better whole than five- <laughs> yeah better on. than all of us he was living you know yeah, yeah, yeah. bo was chilling don't don't give me that bullshit he's just yeah, yeah, he's just yeah. a good actor you know yeah, yeah. yes yes a hundred percent. What what do you think about hip hop? The raps in uh, on SNL right now. I'm not gonna hold you. Uh, mm-hmm. The only shit I've seen is uh Chris Red. If yeah. he wrote that shit, that shit was hard. I like I like seeing him rap. I like him. Period. Yeah, so me too. I, I fuck with him. I seen him freestyle one time at UCB. That shit was hilarious. But yeah. I haven't been watching SNL like that like that because I think this is gonna sound pretty fucked up. But like as an adult on a Saturday, it's like the only times you could really see your friends and your friends usually want to get lit. So I can't be by TV no more because my close friends don't give a fuck <laughs> about okay. SNL. So well, here's, here's the thing, Steve. You can watch the clips online at any moment of the day. That's true. That's on me then. <laughs> that's on me then. That's you don't have me. to. I think no one watches SNL live that that often anymore. Yeah, that's on me then. That's, that's like me. my parents. My parents would go. My parents back in the day, they say when SNL first came out, we would all go out. I think they would go out to a bar and then come home to watch SNL and then go out for an after party. Like, that's how big it was back in the day. Really? Wow. Yeah. They they said that they would go out. They would all get like a, have fun, they would say. And then they would come to one person's house and all surround the TV and watch it for an hour and a half and then go back out. That's crazy. It was like a cultural phenomenon. That's why it's been able to sustain for this many years through so many bad seasons is because it's living off its how popular and hype it was when it first came out. And yeah. then the good years throughout, you know? I mean, I got I can't say my homie's name, but my my homie get on SNL, I'm watching that shit every week. That's where it's bond. <laughs> That's, That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I mean they, they it would if you get it, it's beautiful. You know what I mean? Yeah. For my homie, it would be super beautiful because my homie been through so much bullshit through the comedy 
game, so I'm just really rooting for the homie. Yeah, so. I love that. Yeah, that's really nice to um to be doing that. I love that so much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's, they were it's asking. Not- they was asking me if they asked me to send a video. I was like, you don't know who I am. Of course not. <laughs> the fuck, <laughs> SNL. The fuck. Would you even want it? Of course, bro. The, what my mama would be super proud. My mama used to watch Kristen Wiig finesse bullshit. You remember that era? Kristen mm-hmm. Wiig don't get her roses. She was finessing. She does, she does bullshit, bro. bro. Bro, go in YouTube, yeah. bro. Put best of Kristen Wiig. Out of the thirty minutes that shit is, fifteen minutes is straight nonsense that she made funny, bro. Like yeah, she, I, she's crazy. Shout out Kristen Wiig wherever you at. She listens. She listens. She li- <laughs> Yeah, she's a big fan. She's trying yeah. to get on, but I'm like, she'll now. DM us. After. <laughs> she got a DM. Yeah, she does. She'll be and like, like, thank you. Thank you thank for you. the shout out. Sometimes she's like, the episode was good, but you know, no, we didn't talk about me. I go, all right, Chris. I go, Miss Wig, Miss Wig. You know what I'm saying? I would never disrespect. Even in the DMs, I'm respectful. You know what I'm saying? Even in the incognito mode, I hit the Miss Wig. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, if, I, if I if I ever got that shit, I'll probably do some weird shit, though. I'll probably do like like a weird, um, what's it, digital short shit? Like yeah, Andy definitely. Samberg, I'll just, yeah, I'll do some weird shit with that. Yeah. Like if Good Neighbor and Andy Samberg had like a kid and then they could rap for real, uh-huh. I would do some shit like that. Amazing. It's Steve, it was so nice that you came on and fucking talked to us and bullshit for an hour. Yeah, this was hella fun. This yeah, was super fun. Yeah, I love this. I'm so happy that you're putting out music. I mean, I, I, you're too, I always said you're too talented for this improv world, so I'm happy that you're doing something better. <laughs> Thank no? you, thank you, thank you. I'm trying. A hundred percent. And I'm sure it's going to be great. Uh, I can't wait to listen to it. It's going to be incredible. Is there anything that you want to plug besides your music? Uh, Let me think. Oh, you feel me? My podcast is back with my lovely friend Ethan on the beatbox. So the beats is going to be better. Uh, You could check me out at Steve Genty's Infinite Playlist. It's streaming on all streaming services. And you feel me? Go listen to the the single A24. It's a great single. And go listen to Kato Leaf and Burt Knox. They're two great people and they have lovely music. Kato Leaf to me has the EP of the summer. I'm not even going to lie to you. Dyson, Dyson, put Dyson on. Have a little cocktail in your hand. Have the sun shining on you at a beach. You're going to be in a different world. It's a daytime. It's a daytime album, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a beach daytime vibe. Shout out Kato, man. Kato's the truth. I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie Cortado, please check him out. He's got music at Steve Genty. Follow him on all social. He'll be dropping shit at truly, truly talents. Robbie, what do you want to plug? Uh, just our show. New York is phenomenal. August 20th. Come out. Come hang out. So yeah, come we'll be hang doing out. that I show August be- 20th. New York is phenomenal at the New York City Asylum. And you come out and we party afterwards. It's gonna be a and fucking we'll party. Blast. Yeah, Sebastian's okay. birthday that weekend, so it's my, that my oh. birthday that weekend. So it's gonna be fun. I like Steve. Steve's getting excited about this now. I'm, I might pull up that ass. hundred yeah, percent. You, you should pull come up to the out. after party. Pull up to whatever part you guys want. Yeah. If you, if you can't make the show, just come to the party. Yeah, I mean, I live five minutes away from the asylum, so <laughs> I'm lit. Oh, do you? Yeah, I'm that close. Yeah, you got to come. You, you, you're there then. I love this. Um, This is beautiful. All right, all you hotties, thank you so much for fucking listening. Please, please keep rating and reviewing five stars. Write those reviews. We love to, we love to read them. All right, Robbie, hit the fucking music. <laughs>